You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is a bonus episode. Surprise! That's right, you guys. We are in between seasons here as we welcome the new year 2020. And I wanted to release a very special bonus episode just for you as a thank you for supporting the podcast for almost an entire year. I know, so crazy. Now, this season won't begin until February 3rd, which will actually mark our one-year anniversary of the Hello Awesome podcast. So to get us ready for a brand new year, I wanted to share a conversation with somebody that I admire and respect so much. Camille Watson is the mama boss behind the brand W Vintage Vibe. She is a multi-passionate woman of God, working in the medical field as well as with her clothing business. And today we get a little vulnerable. This interview was very special and during the recording, I realized that the original questions I actually had wrote down needed to change because our conversation turned into much more than we had originally planned. You will hear Camille's journey how W Vintage Vibe was created during a period of grief why rest is important, and the truth about feeling burnt out. Now, I know we can all relate to this, especially around this time of year. I didn't want to wait so long to release this bonus episode because it's so relevant to what Camille and honestly myself and most of us are experiencing right now, a season of rest and trust in God. I am praying her words inspire all who are listening, whether you're wanting to start a business yourself or you're feeling a little burnt out from the end of the year and the holidays. This episode is for you. So let's get to it, my sweet, sweet friends. Here is our first bonus episode of 2020 that I am calling Burnout and Rest with Camille Watson. You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast. I'm JC, and this is the place where we get real, sharing truthful insights that will encourage us to make intentional choices in both life and business. I want to start conversations that not many young Christians today are having. Will you join me? This podcast is brought to you by my new book, The Glitter Effect. Have you ever spilled glitter? It's almost impossible to get every speck back into the bottle. This is exactly how our influence is with the people around us. What we say and do matters, especially if we are to reflect Christ. Are you ready to leave behind a legacy that shines for Him? Then grab your copy today on Amazon by searching for The Glitter Effect or head to the show notes for a direct link. I am pleased to announce that the Hello Awesome podcast is sponsored by the modest fashion clothing brand, Nuggles. Aiming to always provide beautiful, comfortable, and affordable apparel, Nuggles desires every lady to embrace modesty with style. You don't have to break the bank or sacrifice that morning latte when you shop with Nuggles. In fact, Hello Awesome listeners can use the 10% off exclusive discount code by using Hello Awesome 10 during checkout. Go to Nuggles.us to browse their full collection today. Again, that's NU. G-G-L-E-S dot U-S to shop high quality products to add to your modest wardrobe right now. Guys, I am beyond excited to tell you about a new feature that I am rolling out this year on the podcast, voice memos. That's right. If you've been listening and the Lord just has been blessing you, I'd love to hear about it. Also, if you have a question about anything that we have discussed on the podcast or about Hello Awesome in general, I want to know. So call 1-860-698-0027 to leave a voice memo that might be used on a future episode of the podcast. 
How exciting is that? Again, that's one 698 to connect to the official Hello Awesome Podcast voice mailbox. Leave some love or a question and keep tuning in because you might just hear yourself here on the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hello Awesome Podcast. It's JC here, and I am with Camille from W Vintage Vibe. So, Camille, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast today. Can you please take a minute to share with everybody who you are, what you do, and where people might know you from? Hi. I'm so glad to be here today. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. Uh, my name is Camille Watson. You might have seen me on Instagram. I'm a full-time clinical coordinator for neurosurgery, which is an RN position. I also own and operate W Vintage Vibe, which is a modest clothing brand and also helps mentor smaller businesses that are just starting up. What else can I tell you? I think that kind of covers it. You are a multi-passionate woman for sure. And um, we'll be talking about that later on. I wanted to know when you were thinking about W Vintage Vibe. I know it's kind of evolved from the beginning, but can you share how did it get started? Sure. Um, it got started in 2015. I really had a passion for um, clothing and clothing accessories. And at the time, uh, my father was actually in the hospital and had gotten in a motorcycle accident. It had turned into a vegetative state and he wasn't going to recover. And so just sitting in a hospital room and everything was just sort of looking really glim, I decided to kind of refocus my energies on something. And so I started making little men's lapel flowers, uh, which were really positive um, then and started just posting them on Instagram shortly after. And I had a couple people contact me and ask me if they could purchase it, which totally blew my mind. Um, And from that, it kind of all just started rolling. I, I discovered that I could create things and that people wanted to purchase them. And I just had such a passion for it. It was a great outlet for me. And because my father had just passed away, then uh, now we're looking at a couple months later, he had just passed away. I had like just this urgency of if you want to do something, you got to do it now. You just don't have, you just don't know how much time you have left. And so I just started pushing and hustling and putting more product out there. And then it turned into um, women kept asking me, you know, when are you going to bring out women's clothing? And so there was just a need for women because women are the ones that like to shop. So I started um, wholesaling clothing that just had a vintage vibe. And from there, you know, started doing general conference, um, which if you're not familiar with it, it's just a very large uh, apostolic conference with 40,000 people or, or so, and then youth congress. And it just, people just wanted to see something different. And that's just sort of how it all got started. Mm. I can relate to that in a way of, um, well, thank you, first of all, for sharing such a vulnerable story. I know it's not easy. And um, recently, I actually lost a cousin of mine. And it really does bring a different perspective. And I want to just talk about that for a little bit. Would you say that through the grief, you were able to find hope through W Vintage Vibe? I think through the grief, it was like you needed an outlet. And for me, channeling that business was my coping mechanism. 
Now, do I feel like I probably should have dealt with it more? Yes, because I feel like I almost threw myself into the business, which, you know, it helped me really create and get it started. But there were a lot of things that I didn't deal with. And that came up later because I had like the sense of I just have to keep busy and then I don't have to deal with my emotions and deal with what just happened. So I think it kind of like can go both ways. I think you need more of a healthy balance. I think for me, it wasn't as healthy as it could have been, but I think that it was just what I had to do to get through and just the coping mechanism that I used at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. I know I did spend, um, I, I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole of my emotions, which I tend to do. So I, I did take some time to kind of feel, you know, grief, but um, I tried not to let it like overwhelm my day. Like you said, trying to find a balance, which is, you know, not easy to do when you have other, you know, responsibilities. Another thing that I could relate to you about is, you know, finding something to help you cope with grief or something difficult and then seeing it turn into something quite amazing and then now all of a sudden you're this multi-passionate person with your hand in different things and you know you're wearing different hats and I wanted to know how was it trying to find the flow between those passions you know you were still working and then now you had this business and I use the term flow because balance is really a unicorn mm-hmm <laughs> balance that is something that I have always struggled with um so I don't know that I can be the best spokesperson for that but I think I've learned a lot through not balancing correctly I think we sometimes learn through our mistakes um for me sometimes my business was my go-to for when things in my life weren't going the way that I wanted them to go and um, maybe for me, that's a business. Maybe for someone else that's, um, you know, scrolling through Facebook. Maybe that's watching, you know, endless shows on Netflix, which I also like to do sometimes. <laughs> but um, I think that you just have to have a real conversation with yourself and know, you know, just be honest with yourself about, you know, am I spending the right amount of time on different aspects of my life. And sometimes you're going to overdo it in one area and you have to step back and reevaluate what you're doing. You have to listen to your friends. You have to listen to your family. You have to listen to when your kids say, mom, you're always on your phone. You're not listening to me. You know, those are, those are wake up calls. Those are okay. My kids don't feel like they're getting the attention that they need. I need to scale back. You know, if, if I don't get this post out, you know, it's not the end of the world. Sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to be something or to do it a certain way, but we all have our own timing and we all have our own path and we can't measure ourselves up to the next person who can do something. Maybe that's not the way you're supposed to do it. So I think I've just learned a lot with not balancing correctly <laughs> and sometimes saying, you know what, I need to take a break from this. The world's not going to, the sky's not going to fall. You know, my business isn't going to go under. Like, I just have to pause and reflect and take some time for yourself and make sure that you're taking care of your own mental health and your own body and your own 
family and but that does that answer the question yeah yeah that does I'm really glad that you said that because I think it is important for us to really tune into our mental health and I know that has been a topic the last couple months um, and I really appreciate it that we as a church are still talking about it because I feel like it comes up and then we talk about it for like a minute and then it goes away again but mental health is right. a constant thing. Like we all are dealing with it. And I do think like with social media, especially, you know, if somebody is following you and they love what you do, it's easy to see our highlight reel and expect that everything is perfect. And we mm-hmm. have to really be in tune with how we're feeling in, in real life and take time and have those healthy boundaries, like you said. And so I'm really glad that you touched upon that. And, um, I'm going to go out of order in my questions because this kind of, you mentioned your boys and I also have two boys. And so one of the things that I noticed too is, is it's okay to see mama chasing a dream, you know, but it's also Mm -hmm. okay for them to see her learning and, you know, maybe even messing up as we do. Uh, And then, Mm -hmm. you know, having them watch, watch us navigate and, and making hard choices. And so, um, I guess I wanted to ask, what's one thing that you hope your boys will learn while they're watching, you know, their mom chase God while also chasing her dreams? I'd have to say, first of all, my boys are my world, and there's days where I don't feel like doing a whole lot of anything, but, you know, just having them around has been, you know, such a blessing, and they definitely push me to be a better person, a better mom, a better Christian, and I think if I would want them to see or take anything from what I do, I just want them to just always push and always try to go for what they believe in and go for what they know they're capable of and just to be hard workers. I need, I need my boys to be incredible humans one day. I need them to support a family. I need them to be examples to other people. And I just hope that, you know, that then when they see me and they see me struggling, but they also see me working really hard, I hope that they take that and, you know, turn that into their adult life and say, and also I hope they find a woman that is a hard worker that's not, Mm. you know, (laughs) not gonna wait for someone to come and take care of them. Like they're a whole 100% person all on their own and that they when they do get together, that it's more of a partnership and less of a, you take care of me or I take care of you. And I think that, um, I would just love to see them chase after God as their number one, but then also, you know, chase after their passions and, you know, not just go for the ordinary, go for things that are outside the box. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I have uh, definitely a similar hope for my boys as well. And I think it's very important that they, you know, see strong Christian female role models, um, but also, you know, realizing their own personality and their strengths and their weaknesses as men of God. And I think it's so important what you said. Um, So I wanted to ask, what if there's a, you know, a mom out there who's multi-passionate like we are, um, who might be maybe struggling with the idea of, you know, maybe they have a full-time job and they really love it and they want to keep it. And they're not sure if they should do like this side business thing. Um, Maybe they're feeling kind of like discouraged or scared about it, but they just, even if it's just for fun, like a hobby, 
um, what would you what would you tell them that you wish somebody told you? Um, oh, what I wish someone would have told me. Ah, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> I I guess I would just if if there is somebody that's feeling that way that they embrace what they're feeling. Um, sometimes we're given different passions and different creative um, outlets and they're a gift from God and they're something that should definitely be explored. But also I think sometimes women feel this need to have to do everything now and they ha- they feel this need to like, oh, I work a full-time job, but I don't like have a side hustle and I don't have this and I'm not. And I think that that's wrong too. I think that there's such a, you know, demand of like, you have to have a side hustle. You have to be an entrepreneur. You have to be this. But I think that there's just such a, it's such a beautiful thing when a mom is being a mom and killing it and not feeling this pressure to have to do so much because doing so much is not easy. And it's not something that I think everyone is necessarily should be doing. Like even in my life, you know, I used to, do the full-time thing, do the traveling thing, try to spend time with my family. And at the end of the day, I got really burnt out. And it's something that I had to do at the time. But, you know, looking back, I wish, or just looking at other women when they say, oh my gosh, you're doing so much. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm, you know, (laughs) and I'm exhausted. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Mm, so there's nothing wrong with being a, uh, you know, you have a full-time job and you don't have a side hustle. I mean, just kill it, whatever you're doing. You don't have to do the most, you know what I mean? Because the most sometimes is what someone's doing, but it doesn't last and it may not be what they do forever. You know I mean? It might be a season where they're hustling because they have to. And I'm not saying that W Vintage Vibe isn't something that I'm passionate about and not something that I want to do, but, you know, taking off a couple months and just spending time with my family and just reevaluating everything in my life has been so amazing. And I think that it's okay to, if if you're not in a place where you have time, don't, don't stress yourself out. Don't feel like you have to, because I don't necessarily think that's where everyone is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's really good. We have uh, definitely adopt a mindset, I think, in society where we have to keep busy. And if we're not busy, then we're not progressing or succeeding when honestly just showing up for your everyday life should be enough you know right and mm-hmm. um i really like how you brought that up cuz i think it's so important and it actually you know brings me to something that i've been personally thinking about and that's the beauty in rest and the beauty of the beauty of being still and i feel like mm-hmm. sometimes we have lost that um that if we feel like I don't know, maybe you can, you know, uh, let me know what you think. But I feel like sometimes when we think of the word rest or we picture it in our heads, it's just somebody doing nothing and not progressing. Um, Where if we look at the Bible, I mean, even Jesus took naps, um, which is funny (laughs) because you took one today. Um, (laughs) It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So I want you to kind of share why is it important for us, even though we might be hustling or we have that desire to hustle, you know, I want to use that word. Why is it important for us 
to really look at rest differently, why is it important for us to embrace being still? You mean for entrepreneurs? Yeah, for entrepreneurs or even just people who have a lot of things on their plates or even, Mm -hmm. you know, just somebody who maybe is overwhelmed by different things that are happening in their life. Um, I will say that, and this might be controversial a bit, (laughs) but it's what I truly believe. I think that for me, I was a youth pastor's life for five years and, you know, we, we got really burnt out. We were at every church service, every function, every, everything. And then at the end of all that, I didn't have time for my family. And I regret that because I can't go back. I can't spend time with my children when they were small um, and change that. I don't regret anything that I did for those kids or, or, you know, working in the avenue that God placed in front of me at that time. But I do think that there were some opportunities where I should have said, you know what, this is too much. I'm going to just step back for a minute and spend some more time with my family. And I think that when you, when you don't feel whole and sometimes your tasks start to feel like more, you almost get like angry at your tasks. You almost have like this sense of like resentment mm-hmm. towards what you're doing. I think that's a really scary place to be in because that means you've pushed yourself too far. And yeah, you're going to get frustrated and you're going to need to vent and whatnot. But when you start to just get a little bit of a jaded attitude towards what you're doing, even if it's, you know, church work, you might feel, oh, another meeting. You know what I mean? And you might have that kind of sense mm-hmm. instead of saying, oh, a meeting, let's get this together. You know what I mean? You really have to check yourself and say, am I spending enough time with my family? Am I spending enough time just being whole as a person? Am I, you know, am I making church work a passion because God gave it to me and I'm doing the work of God or am I making it such a task that it, that it's taking away from um, me being a productive human being. And so I think that was something that I really noticed about, I'd say five years ago about myself that I wish I would have, you know, taken a step back and there's the church I'm at now, my pastor, you know, he's really, really big on taking breaks you know, you're going to spend time with your family. We're not going to do a church night service this week. And I love churches that have church services. But, you know, being a full-time working mom, sometimes when you get to Sunday and you have to be at church two times, that's hard, you know, because you've already exhausted yourself through the week. And the weekend sometimes is the only time you really get to see your family. Now stack on another entrepreneurial job on top of that where you use your whole Saturday to catch up on emails and ship things and whatnot. Now your Sunday is completely gone. So I think that just knowing knowing what you need and just taking a step back and saying, you know what, I have to rest and I have to just take some time for me and for the people around me that I love. Yeah, you said that really well. And I do agree with what you're you're talking about because I have seen it. Um, I have family who are in ministry. And one of the things that they have told me is um, regardless of what the uh, stigma has been, I guess if you want to use that word or the expectation probably is a better word, 
regardless of what the expectation is, they have made time to um, put God and then family and then the church. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. we do flip the last two. And while our family, mm-hmm. while our church family is our family, we are going to be responsible for how we steward, you know, the relationships we have close to us. And I think, um, yeah, I think just taking a rest and knowing that, uh, you know, when you need that rest, you could just be a better overall person <laughs> is very mm-hmm. important. And like you said, so we don't feel like resentment for doing good things. And so I'm glad that mm-hmm. you picked up. If you could picture, let's say, a girl right now who is really struggling with taking that rest, you know, struggling with maybe saying no, which I think we all do, and I've been talking about that for a while, Um, maybe they're just a people pleaser, and so they're lacking this confidence, they're lacking this hope, Uh, maybe they feel like they're kind of stuck, if that makes sense, or even if, you know, even if it's not like a church thing, maybe she's looking at, you know, wanting to start a business, but she really doesn't have hope or confidence in herself there. Uh, what would you just tell somebody who needs that uh, boost of like hope and confidence in their life? Um, I would say sometimes our minds are our biggest enemy. Sometimes we are the ones that limit ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have all these hopes and dreams and we have all these things we want to do, but at the end of the day, we talk ourselves out of it because we think it's not going to be the way we want it to be. It's not going to be up to certain people's standards. And then we end up just shelving the idea entirely. And I think it's just really important to do things to the best of your ability and try new things and test the waters, but don't limit yourself. Don't, I mean, there's times where I have all these like big, big, drives to do things and I'll try it or I'll talk myself out of it or I'll say, oh, I can't do that or someone else is doing that. And then I end up shelving the whole idea. And then there's other times where I have very similar ideas and I do it and I'm not confident at all and I put it out there and it, it does amazing. And I sit there and I think, why, why did I limit myself? Why, why did I go through all of that? Why didn't I just trust, you know, in the gifts that God gave me and trust in you know, that I have a passion for it and just put it out there. I mean, what is the worst that can happen, really? People are going to not like it. That's not that's not that big of a risk if you really think about it. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, with a business, it's it's a bigger risk because there's a lot more involved. Um, but I'd just say, you know, do the research. Do, do your due diligence when it comes to what you want to get into, and then just do it. And if it's not something that you thought it was going to be or you it's not what you imagined it's okay if you say you know what this is not for me I'm going to try something else also never look at someone else and think that they're killing it and you're going to do the same thing because I promise you it's never going to work if you don't truly have a passion for it um it's not going to be a sustaining (laughs) sustaining anything (laughs) because just because somebody puts on social media and it's all great, and it's all butterflies and rainbows and unicorns, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's happening. A lot of times, especially small business owners, I feel like we try to put positivity out there, and maybe that's not what's happening right now, but that's what we want to happen. So Mm -hmm. we just kind of throw that out there of like, we're, you know, we're selling this thing, and it's doing so well, and it's not that we're lying, but we're not going to say, 
I just came out with this brand new pen and the pen's not selling at all. You know, that's not going to entice you to want to purchase it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to say, I just came out with this pen and such and such has this pen. This pen is, does this and the other. And we're so thankful for the, the outpouring of interest that is coming our way for this pen. That's how you have to talk in marketing. You can't say necessarily what it is. You have to convince people on why your product is valuable. And so I think a lot of times people just assume, oh, you're doing so good on social media. Yeah, great. I have a lot of followers, but just because I have followers doesn't mean I have dollar bills. (laughs) So if that answers your question. Yeah, it does. And I'm so happy that you say that because I've also gotten messages from people that are like, you know, I don't know how you write books. I don't know how you could do this and that. And I'm like, listen, it's not as glamorous as you think it is. And it's, mm-hmm. and at the same time, you know, I think they, they think like, just because you have a business, like we're rolling in dough. That is not the case most of the time. Right. Um, but I do appreciate what you said about the follower thing, because I think it's very important for people to understand that that really isn't, or it shouldn't be our value system. It's just mm-hmm. our sphere of influence, if we want to call it that. So I try and look at it right. as like more of these are the people who I could maybe, you know, in, inspire them somehow. Or maybe I can, you know, steward them to be better or we can, you know, just have fun together. Um, like one big group right. chat or something. I think um I think once I started not feeling like such a need to make money um from this business, I started just appreciating it a little bit more. I started appreciating, you know, the messages of just women saying, you know, I'm so thankful you shared that, so thankful you were transparent. And you know, and once um because when I started this business, it was very, very heavily on just trying to pay my bills and stay afloat. And so, you know, God's blessed me in some areas where I don't necessarily feel that, like, need so much now. And so now it's kind of taking the pressure off and just having the ability to speak into someone's life. And maybe they feel like they're going through the same thing. And they feel like, you know, I'm so thankful that you shared this because maybe I thought that your life was going so great but it's not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe if she's dealing with it, I can deal with it too. And you know, nobody's life is perfect. And just because we put pretty pictures on the internet doesn't make us any happier as human beings. Sometimes the people with the best pictures and you think they have the world, they're some of the most insecure people and some of the most, you know, people that struggle the most with mental illness and feeling, um, feeling like they're accepted. And so, Mm-hmm. Sorry, I feel like I went on a bit of a tangent. I'm not sure where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I really appreciate that. Um, I really like your insight because I think it's really important and I agree with it, especially the longer that I am using Instagram for business. And I'm noticing that um, it's really more about connection. You know, we want right. to feel like we can relate to somebody else because we don't want to feel alone. And I think that's really right. the beautiful thing about what can happen through Instagram, uh, particularly what I have seen, because it is such a visual platform, but also it's like you're getting short little nuggets from different people that can really just change your mindset, just like Mm -hmm. change your thought process, maybe, maybe make you think more positively about yourself or about the situation. And, um, 
I honestly, as somebody who, you know, as a mom who is home with boys all day, um, who I work from home, um, I don't get to talk to a lot of adults much. And so when I interact through Instagram, it's like, wow, like somebody is feeding me, you know, like they're giving me something that really I can like chew on for a while and be like, wow, this is some good stuff, you know, like just some soul food a little bit, you know, uh, just a mm-hmm. lot of things. I know I really have been touched by a lot of your posts. And I think the more that we are vulnerable while being respectful, obviously, but the more that we just share that we're human too, I think that just, I think that really just kind of sells itself. You're really, you're not really selling your business. You're selling like your message. And I think, right. I think that is just super important nowadays. Mm-hmm. I agree. This actually helps me go into my next question because you shared about people messaging you. And I really wanted to know, you know, you had really an incredible year. Uh, I've seen, I actually saw you this year. That was really awesome. Um, and yeah, uh, at Winter Fire, at Winter Fire, we saw each mm-hmm. other. And um, that was really cool. Obviously, it's crazy. Winter Fire is crazy. So we didn't really like hang out, but we will someday. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to know maybe just share like one thing that you have seen through W Vintage Vibe where you've seen God really move this past year. I would have to say, and this might be being really transparent, um, I've gone through quite a lot this past year um, in my own personal life. And I think that W Vintage Vibe has really ministered to me I'd say, and I know that sounds kind of backwards, like, like it's supposed to be ministering to other people, but um, through what I've been going through, I've, I've had a lot of um, temptation be thrown at me. I've had a lot of different um, things be thrown at me that, you know, I just kind of wanted to escape what I was going through and wanted to just, you know, run in the opposite direction. But then it always would pop in my mind you know, you can't do that. You have too many eyes watching you. And I think that the way that things were set up and the people that have been put in my life and through doing this, they've really just tried to keep me accountable. And I'm not saying that I've been perfect and that I have it all together. But at the end of the day, I think when I was probably in my roughest patch and where I felt like you know, why am I doing all of this? I think that God literally would just say, I gave you a platform, don't mess it up, you know? And, mm-hmm. You know, there's just, there's just like such a burden for not letting, you know, people down, younger people down, um, not letting my standards down. I feel like that just really kept me in check. And it was just sort of a huge blessing to me because I could have just really ruined a lot but God just really kind of just said, you know, I set this up and (laughs) you're not going to mess it up. You're going to get through this. And so I think that that's how it really, it really just impacted me this year. Yeah. I like what you said about, you know, your business ministering to you, because I actually do think that I could, well, I could relate to that, but I do think other people can relate to that as well. Um, Because I think we forget that as we're ministering to other people, however we minister to them in different ways, it will ultimately minister to us because we're serving needs 
and we're helping people. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and sometimes, you know, how it ministers back is totally different than what we expect for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel the same way as well, but. I mean, and then honestly, like I've days where I just throw up, you know, on my stories, Hey guys, having a rough day, pray for me, you know, not business related, not the typical Instagram, you know, story, but at the end of the day, that's what I'm dealing with. And that's what I'm feeling. And I've, I've always really just tried to be transparent on my page because I don't want anyone to ever think that I'm something that I'm not. And just the, the messages that flood in just the positivity, the, you know, the messages of, I'm just so proud of you. You're going through so much and you're still just really killing it as a Christian. And, and sometimes I'll just be like bawling in my room and I'll read that message. And I'm like, they have no idea what they're talking about, but that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just allowing people to like minister back, you know, that's been a huge thing as well. You know, I, I can't share every DM that I get or every person that's reached out, but um, that's also like a way that I've seen God. It's like almost like, there's just like angels that just constantly speak into your life and tell you, you know, you're going to do this and you're incredibly strong. You're stronger than you think you are. You know, those, those words are really powerful. And as much as you don't feel it at the time and your brain tells you, you know, <laughs> you can't do this and what in the world do you think you're doing? Those things really resonate when you need them. Right. Right. That's good. I agree. Well, Camille, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It really was an honor to talk with you and to hear you share your heart with us and also to see how God is really moving through your life. And you really are an inspiration, not just business and modesty, but of really integrity and showing up authentic. And I think we really need that. It's really a breath of fresh air um, in the world. And so I wanted you to just tell us where we can shop for all things W Vintage Vibe, um, which I know where it is because I have a dress of yours and I love it. Um, but if you can tell the listeners where they can shop and where they can find you on social media. Um, I would love to. Um, it is WVintageVibe.com. Um, right now, my website is currently in a construction, but it should be up and running uh, by next week. Um, and then. I'm at Instagram at W Vintage Vibe and on Facebook and um, Pinterest and whatnot. And it's been a total pleasure to be on today and just talk about real stuff. It's been great. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories? Tagging me at Hello Awesome Ministries. It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome, head to helloawesomeministries.com. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.